Local Newsday with Jeff Andreas. Thank you so much for tuning in to NL Newsday here on this Wednesday, October the 6th. Facebook. It has apologized for the mass outage that left billions of users unable to access Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and Messenger for several hours on Monday of this week. Facebook's vice president of infrastructure in a blog post late on Monday said, quote, To all the people and businesses around the world who depend on us, we are sorry for the inconvenience caused by today's outage across our platforms. End quote. Now, the company says it's sorry to its users, but I think really it is sorry to itself for the money lost during the approximate six-hour blackout. And with that said, well, it is time now for That's Whack Wednesday. It's That's Whack Wednesday. Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. They stopped working shortly before 9 o'clock in the morning on Monday when the website and the apps for Facebook's services were responding with server errors. Oh, that is whack. Then, just after 4 o'clock in the afternoon, CEO Mark Zuckerberg wrote on his Facebook page, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and Messenger are coming back online now. Phew, what a relief. The outage marked the longest stretch of downtime for Facebook since 2008 when a bug knocked the site offline for almost an entire day. Man, the six-hour disruption was bad. Could you imagine not having Facebook for an entire day? Well, then everyone loses their minds. A whole day without Facebook. Just the thought of that has me saying... It's wicked, 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 wicked. Now, the six-hour outage, of course, comes on the heels of a Facebook whistleblower who was identified as former product manager for civic misinformation, Frances Haugen. The interview with her aired Sunday on 60 Minutes. And there was not one thing she said that was shocking, at least... Not to me. Here's a little bit of that clip. And one of the consequences of how Facebook is picking out that content today is it is optimizing for content that gets engagement, a reaction. But its own research is showing that content that is hateful, that is divisive, that is polarizing, it's easier to inspire people to anger than it is to other emotions. If they change the algorithm to be safer, people will spend less time on the site They'll click on less ads. They'll make less money. Wow. Facebook encourages toxicity. Facebook wants to trigger people's anger and get them commenting on nonsense and misinformation and making you feel upset and click the little angry red face emoji. What? Okay, if you're surprised to learn that, then I have one thing to say to you. He's a whack job. There's no question about it. Yeah, it is whack. Sure. You can go on Facebook and actually use it for what I think was its initial purpose, to connect with friends and stay in touch with people from your past and your family members. That's great. You can go on there and look at cute dog and cat pictures and watch funny videos of people falling down. And you can post a video to let everyone know that you did the ice bucket challenge and see how many likes you can get on your video. That is all well and good. But at the end of the day... Let's call Facebook out for what it really is. A petri dish of misinformation and anger that breeds division. The social network meant to bring people together really, in fact, does more to drive people apart. Don't believe me? Go on there right now. Scroll through your news feed. Find the last news article a friend of yours shared. Click on it. Go to the comments section. If everyone in there is being nice, kind, and civil and having productive and educational conversations where you make your point and the next person has a counterpoint that they make with facts and thoughtful language, if that's what you see, then I think you clicked on the wrong website because typically the comments section goes a little something like this. 
Some person writes a thoughtful comment on what they read, and then someone decides that it is a personal attack on them and writes something very educated, just like this. Do you know your biggest problem? Well, always be the damn for your career. You're full of Because every time you got something wrong, you give a bullshit excuse. Well, right now, I'm fed up with your bullshit. And if the constant profanity-laced attacks aren't enough to anger you, maybe you value your self-worth on a number of other things, like the friends that you have on your Facebook account. At least I know that used to be a big thing for some people out there. How many friends do you have, Kenny? What? How the hell do I only have 37 friends? The six hours that Facebook was offline, it was almost blissful. I wasted less time scrolling through the nothingness. I didn't feel the need to let anyone know what I felt about their picture of the lunch that they decided they needed to share. I didn't read through comments about Trudeau in Tofino. I didn't have to see a post about how angry people are about the homeless issues in our city. I didn't have to take time out of my day to watch a video of a social experiment where some jerk felt the need to post a video of himself giving someone less fortunate than him a $100 bill. Sure, there's some value to all of those things. But I can guarantee you that you can do something more valuable with those minutes. And then you won't be tempted to go down the Facebook rabbit hole where minutes turn to hours, hours turn to days, and you will never get back that time. You will never feel like you accomplished anything during those wasted moments. Facebook, you were gone for six hours and the world was better off. Unfortunately, though, you're back. And despite my belief that it is not a healthy product to use, just like eating a Big Mac, I'm back, and I'm using it anyway. Come on, baby, make it hurt so good. This has been That's Whack Wednesday. That's Whack Wednesday with Jeff Andreas.